0: podcast about the CW's Riverdale that takes place, is recorded and broadcast after dark. I'm Alex. Yes,
1: I'm Justin. That's right. This is being broadcast in darkness, powered by the power of darkness itself.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm Pete. Oh, man, Pete. Just Pete, w- yep. once. Just once. I'd like you to you know There's go with our little bit there.
1: It's I'm a bored, a Pete, it's a, after, it's a day after Halloween. Woo.
0: Dumb it, November 1st, Anti-Mischief Night.
1: Yes, when everyone Ooh. is especially responsible, <laughs> cleaning up all the candy wrappers, only eating vegetables and dressing like in you know pants and a tucked-in shirt. <laughs> so Riverdale, Riverdale. Wait, I'm sorry.
0: I just have to mention two things really quickly. Uh, first of all, Justin actually is eating vegetables. I think that's important to establish. Uh, Well, that's important? Yeah, it's very important to get that out of the way before we talk about the latest episode of Riverdale. And uh, number two, we're recording this over Skype because we're not in the same place. So it doesn't have the same dulcet tones we usually bring to the podcast. Our apologies about that. But we'll be back to normal next week.
1: That's how I was classing it up with a light crudité to get into a little uh, Riverdale. Nobody cares.
0: Well, here's the thing, Pete. I think people do care because this show has gone from crude to crude <laughs> as oh, Archie is there we go. becoming yes. a <laughs> bit of a caveman this episode, going nuts, threatening to kill people. Uh, this is a new Archie, a dangerous Archie, an Archie that takes no guff from nobody. But if you're just tuning in, just to give you a quick recap— there's a town called Riverdale. There's a guy named Archie who lives in it. He's got red hair. That's all you need to know.
2: Yeah. Wow, that's a heck of a recap.
0: I mean, I and guess also you could probably mention that there's a guy named the Black Hood who's been going around killing people. <laughs> Archie is going crazy because of it because he shot his dad. Except
2: wait, is it a mask? Is it a black mask he's wearing? No. It's a hood, Pete. It's, yeah, a it's hood. It's a hood.
0: Right, right. Sorry, In don't you know what a hood part of is?
2: A, car. a it's hood. It's part of a car. So what's not a cowl. It's definitely not a cowl.
0: Right. And it's not a ski mask. Okay. It's a, it's Just a hood. Sure.
2: I mean, I yeah, guess what important. is the
0: what is the actual definition of a hood? Because for those of you who have been watching the show, you probably noticed it's not a hood. <laughs>
1: I mean, I believe a hood technically has to be attached to a cape, so it's definitely not a hood.
2: No, no, it has to be attached to, like, a sweatshirt or a... Yeah, here,
0: so uh, Webster's Dictionary, not Webster's Dictionary, just Google, I just looked in Google. Uh, Webster's Dictionary defines a hood as a covering for the head and neck with an opening for the face, typically forming part of a coat or sweatshirt. Yeah, see, sweatshirt. Yeah, but
1: I mean, I think um, the classic definition. They didn't have sweatshirts back when they first made hoods.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, no, it's pretty much it. It's that's how when whoever invented a hood also invented the sweatshirt. You're uh, a hoodie.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: that's what you're thinking of.
2: The, the black mention, hoodie. The oh, man. <laughs> the wear.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's actually now
2: I'm derailing. And I can't believe I'm the one derailing
0: it. Well, so please I will I, mention. So I I don't think it actually, based on the definition, is characterized at all as a hood because there's the opening for a face, which this doesn't have. This is like a ski mask that they cut eye holes in, which I don't think characterizes a hood. That said, the origin, the Old English hood, related to the Dutch hood and the German hood means hat, which also is incorrect. So any way you look at it, the black hood is not wearing a hood. He's just not wearing a sure. They should be calling the um, black mask or something.
1: right. Yeah. That's a great point. God, you know what? This podcast's over. It <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Check look up your words, Riverdale. Uh,
2: no, all this madness aside, I think this episode was insane. I, oh, I all was, the madness uh,
0: inside, it's insane. I like that phrase. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, this is a a fun episode. Uh, So as mentioned, Archie is on the warpath because of the Black Hood. Uh, He has formed a gang of shirtless ruffians called the (laughs) Red Circle who are coming directly.
1: Good looking kids, though. Good looking kids. Very
0: good looking kids. Uh, and uh, what else do we need to know? Jughead is now going to the Southside School and potentially hooking up with the Serpents and also potentially hooking up with Tony Topaz.
2: Now, now, come on, now. He wouldn't do that to, uh, you know, our our lady here, so Betty wouldn't. He's not going to do that to Betty, so stop with that.
1: Pete, Bughead is dead. Now reigns Joni Jopaz. (laughs) No.
0: (laughs) Joni Jopaz, is that what
1: we're going with? That's uh, what I'm saying, and I said it first. So, okay.
0: Jugpaz, Jug to- Toehead.
1: Uh I think Joni Jopaz makes the perfect amount of sense. Okay, all especially right, we'll on, on, on. on a show it's like a lot of work, especially on a show that doesn't make any sense, like this episode of this television show.
0: <laughs> oh, it's so it sounds like you all didn't over like it, Justin. This
1: what? was my this was my least favorite episode of the oh, entire come series. On. The entire oh, series, serious? man,
2: fuck you. That's ridiculous.
1: This episode Uh, was amazing. As we go through it, I will systematically prove to you that this episode was dumb. (laughs) Man, that's going to be fun. All right.
0: Uh, Well, let's talk about it then. Let's talk about this ultimate dumbness. So uh, where can we kick it off with? Oh, you know, I actually wanted to kick it off with, oh, yes, Pete. It starts with a classical start of
2: the Jughead voiceover. That's exactly what I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Pull that apart,
0: Justin. I think that was a nice... Can I pull it apart? Sure, sure. Sure. So uh, this is one of my classic quibbles going along with the hood and uh, the fact that Hiram doesn't have a mustache. But Jughead (laughs) has this whole voiceover as he's wandering through the library talking about how the Black Hood is a serial killer and points out all these serial killers from history and is really deep and dark about it and whatever. And I think at some point we should probably talk about, like, Is Jughead ever going to publish a book or what is going on? What is he writing? (laughs) But my big problem is the Black Hood is not a serial killer because the Black Hood has been largely unsuccessful in killing anybody. Well,
2: yeah, yeah, but from Jughead's perspective, he's a serial killer. He thinks he is.
0: No, but he's not from his perspective. He killed Grundy. He shot a couple of people who all survived and are fine now. I mean, uh, killing a bunch of people kind of makes you a
1: serial killer. But he didn't. So, but he, he, he didn't. He killed one. He's a, serial, he's a serial hood wearer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, Pete, right. he's not well, a serial killer. He killed Grundy, and that's it.
1: And he almost killed Luke Perry. I mean. He's more he, of a serial letter writer than a serial killer. Oh, boy. All right, fine. Uh, I will say I did like the uh, opening sequence. That was, like, my favorite part of the episode. Thank you. Thank you know, some you. fun stuff. See, I agree, I agree with you. Jughead is maybe he's writing like the full like seven volume Harry Potter series version of his life <laughs> before he publishes anything. Maybe
2: he's just journaling. Who knows?
1: <laughs> yeah, could be just some journaling. It could be could like Punisher's War Journal. He's a real condescending journaler, though. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's just Jughead being Jughead. Uh, and I mean, they mentioned the Zodiac Killer. And then proceed to spend the rest of the episode ripping off the Zodiac, like pretty directly. So I, I think that's weird. Well,
0: that's can weird you talk about that for a second? Because I'm going to admit something terrible: I, I haven't actually seen Zodiac, so yes, uh, I didn't. I didn't pick up on that either. So
1: Zodiac, great movie, David Fincher, uh, really cool. Uh, that whole story is crazy and. Uh, in the, uh, I guess, two episodes ago, maybe last episode, yeah, two episodes ago when um, the Black Hood shoots Moose and Midge, like a song straight from the Zodiac movie plays. And then we get into this episode, and the Zodiac is calling with a voice uh, a changer, just like in the movie Zodiac. Yeah, but and that's, using a classic, that's a
2: classic thing. You get a voice changer if you're doing I mean, that's totally. I'm
1: down okay. with that. But, you gotta do that. But... He the the Alto sends a cipher, which Alex, you must be excited for any sort of reference to oh, cipher. I yeah.
0: love cipher, great character, yeah. classic new mutants character.
1: It's the same, <laughs> it's the same type of cipher that was in the movie Zodiac, that the actual Zodiac. Whoa, 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 was sent. Whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, hold on. Cipher from new mutants is in the movie Zodiac, <laughs> and I've never seen it.
1: No. That's a crazy. piece the piece of paper with a coat yeah in that, that oh, real world that they just that up. Like i will see that movie in a second what my <laughs> best friend is coming over <laughs> <laughs> my best friend is
2: gonna be here oh alex your best friend's not coming over oh. your best
1: friend's not real alex oh right? come on.
2: unfortunately
1: we're your best friends so life <laughs> oh jeez Life is very hard. So so it's the same kind of code that they use in the movie, that the actual Zodiac Killer used. And it's the whole thing just it's so strange to me to reference something so hard, but also talk about the fact that you're referencing.
2: Right. Yeah. We didn't pick up on it, so it wasn't it wasn't
1: uh, that bad. You just don't know the reference. That doesn't mean it's a good storytelling.
2: <laughs> uh, I, yeah, well that, enough to be like, but it didn't bother me at all. So whatever, I didn't think it was
0: that big a deal. Yeah, it's 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 uh, it's like Stranger Things. Same thing. Well, t- that bothers me too, Alex. <laughs> you know, when have you watched the second season of Stranger Things yet?
1: Yes, I just finished it last night, and oh, it oh. is a little too derivative for right? my tastes.
2: What yeah. We're, we can't get derailed in the Stranger Things conversation. You but just we just it Yeah, let's go back to
0: talking about Riverdale, please. Okay, all right. So next in Riverdale, Episode 7 of Stranger Things Season 2 was (laughs) straight up Luke's journey in Empire Strikes Back, and it was weirding me out the entire time.
2: It's fantastic. Who cares? It was amazing. The season
0: was amazing. Who cares? That's what our podcast is is we're doing 45 <laughs> we minutes of quibbles. I'm
2: trying to get us back on topic. We're getting more and more derailed and you're like bringing up new shit that we
1: got to talk about. It's yeah. like- comic Comic Book Club, 45 minutes of quibbles
0: and 15 minutes of jokes. See you next week. Uh, Sadly, I have some quibbles with our jokes that I need to go through next. Uh, All right, well, let's talk about, so uh, Archie has released this video. It's gone viral. Archie can't even delete it, even though his dad asks him to. uh, And it gets to Southside High, and the Southside Serpents, possibly the ghoulies, are pretty upset about it, including Jughead's twin.
1: Yes, that dude Jughead's doesn't look too
2: twin. much like Jughead. Yeah, here's no, the weird thing what about What are that. you so talking about, the serpent guy? Yeah, yeah, the serpent no guy. He looks I like Jughead not, without a hat. No, it does not look like Jughead. Here's the Yo, difference.
1: It looks just like him. In the, at the end of the episode when they're fighting, I was like, wait, who's that?
0: <laughs> I thought it was because they were, so they show the Jughead the video. They're like, you've got to take down the idiot of this video. And he's like, I don't know. I kind of know that idiot. I don't think I yeah. want to take him down. Um, and I thought, I agree with you, Justin, by the end when they're all fighting, when the guy showed up, I thought it was finally Jughead taking off his hat and matting up to take down oh. Archie.
1: Um, I really thought I, that, too. I was like, whoa, Jughead's kicking Archie? And I was like, oh, wait, no, it's wait, the other are you guys dude. watching it
2: on, like, a poorly lit screen or something? What are you talking about?
0: See, I watch everything.
2: A lot of a lot taller than Jughead is. I have a small... What, are you
0: watching
1: it with a ruler in your hand? Are you measuring <laughs> no, the characters? No, but I know who, height. You know like, height? Height is You didn't know it of a reference to the movie Zodiac a minute ago, and you're like, I can tell you the height of any character on television. <laughs> Fine, <laughs> it's go, Framer. Right, go for it, Pete.
2: <laughs> How
0: tall oh is Cole God. Sprouse? How tall is Cole I,
1: Sprouse?
2: I don't know their exact height. I'm just saying. Uh, you know, I know well, I one character's exactly, taller than another character.
0: Hey, he's exactly anyways, six feet tall. That's all I'm saying.
2: All right. So anyways, first off, uh, we have to back up the truck. You guys went right into the whole first weird scene. Ch- we went into the first scene. No. <laughs> Before that, we had the uh, evil uh, Betty's mom saying, like, you can't date Archie. Like, that whole scene happened right after the voiceover
1: veronica's
2: mom yeah veronica's mom and then he had uh the whole uh, part that they were talking about polly getting out of riverdale which i think betty's right that's the smartest thing you can do this place is shady as fuck get get her out of here and then luke perry gives the big dad talk and like take it down in front of me Like, which I think sets up a bigger talk, which is a great moment. Then we get the whole, like, south side, like, yo, I kind of know that guy.
1: You mean a bigger talk about how the internet works? (laughs) Explain to Luke Perry how the internet Take works. it down in front of me
0: so I see that it, that's how it's really true. You unplug but, it, Archie. Unplug it yeah. and then put it back in again. I'm, I'm sorry, I, just because I was looking this up, I wanted to mention uh, the actor who plays Sweet Pea, who's the other person who looks exactly like Jughead, is oh. six foot two and a half inches versus Cole Sprouse's six feet. So your ruler, wow. your ruler was working correctly, Pete.
1: Pete, what a s- slight margin for error. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, so yeah. Also, so I want to talk a little bit about Archie here. Like, he's gone I- insane. This is Yeah, like, he's completely insane. In last season, he could barely yeah, get on Betty, stage. Yeah, Dark this is straight up Dark Archie. But this is, it's beyond that because he doesn't go back. Last season, he could barely get on stage to play an acoustic guitar. And now he's like ready to murder well everyone. he's been on the football team so that's like he's ready to go you know what i mean like he is he, ready to go but he's like starting an army like yep. going out like defying everyone lying to everyone he's like i'm going to kill soon yeah 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 it's i think i you know we we talked about there's a comic archie versus punisher archie meets punisher and i think archie becomes punisher whoa <laughs>
0: Whoa, man. I don't know. There's definitely, there's a strong implication, and I think this is obviously a red herring, no pun intended, but there's a strong implication that maybe even Archie is the Black Hood in this episode, I think. Like, again, I don't think that he is, and I don't think there's sufficient evidence to prove that he is, but at the same time, yeah, I mean, he's going so over-the-top insane. I know his dad was shot, I, I guess his dad was shot and his uh, the first woman that he had sex with was murdered and yeah. uh, then two of his friends were shot. So he probably is taking it personally now that I think of it. Yeah. No, it's, but, and That's going to drive you a little crazy.
1: And to be fair, I feel like everyone in the town is losing. I don't know. Are they like – is there testosterone in the water or like some – I guess so. Everyone, it's maple everyone, syrup. Yeah. It's that maple syrup because they are like – Veronica eventually goes like pretty crazy in this episode. Oh yeah, she does. This is like living inside Pete's brain. Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is definitely one of, one of the, let's talk about the moment where Jughead has to make the decision between like going against his serpent brothers or trying to save Archie's life. Like I think he handled that kind of good where he like was a little like, Hey, don't, the guy's a douche. Don't even worry about it. Yeah. Like
0: I kind of know the guy He's dumb. You know? Why is he lying though? I don't know. I, I just I I understand that Jughead is kind of getting beaten up by the ghoulies and not having the best time at the Southside High, other than his new girlfriend, of course. Um, it's not his new girlfriend. Uh, I don't know. I'm really shipping Junie B. Jones or whatever it's called.
1: It's called it's called Joni Jopez, and it's definitely Joni Jopez. Jopez, and it's definitely real.
2: If Zelvin can't remember it, it's not going to catch on. I I'm going to call it Junie about B. Jones.
1: <laughs> I'm, talk, I'm talking about their relationship, not our little uh, cute name for their relationship. Oh. Bughead is dead, Pete.
2: Whatever. That's ridiculous.
0: Well, I, re- regardless, though, I think Jughead just needs to be a little more straight up or alternately go back to Riverdale High. I, he clearly has a choice there, and I think they could come
1: yeah, up with it. Yeah, he's wave. putting it
2: off. He doesn't know what to do, he's kind of stuck there.
1: Exactly.
0: Um, well, for someone
1: who the whole show is built around how he's like so on top of everything that's going on in the town, and he's completely but, unaware that he is both leading Tony Topaz on by like, uh, uh he knows don't, he she's the
2: serpent queen, she's you know, whatever, she's playing him. Um, uh, yeah, she doesn't know if she can trust him or not, so she's playing, playing him, trying to see what kind of
1: dude he is. Really? No, I she know. wants, she wants to. So. Yeah, I don't think so either. She wants to crack the code with him, and they have a big meetup where no, Betty... but she's yeah, but she's playing nice to be
2: like, what kind of guy is this? She doesn't know like if she can really trust him or anything. I think I think she's a great character, uh, but you guys are quick to label like
0: you know that uh, boyfriend girlfriend shit. Well, let me ask you a question, Pete, and this is jumping around a little bit, but a little later in the episode. Um, after Jughead hasn't talked to Betty for two days and Betty is freaking out about uh, the the Black Hood has sent her a note, which we'll get back to in a second, Um, Jughead confronts her and is like, why wouldn't you just be honest about this? And she pauses and he realizes it's because of Archie, which to me is really driving... what? What? That's exactly what happens. Wait, who says that? Who's Jughead? Pauses? Jughead realizes that she's freaking out because she doesn't want to disappoint Archie. And I think that we're getting yet another. How do you wedge. get
2: that out of a? She's just pausing. How do you know
0: what she's thinking? Jughead says, "Wait, is this because of Archie?" Yeah,
2: yes. but just because she pauses doesn't mean that's a yes or no. That's a no answer there.
0: Well, you the words in her mouth. Well, mind. I mean. Yeah, I, don't think I mean, you could knows. take whatever you want from it, it, that. I guess. Be like, it. I mean, it could yeah, be right yeah. or it
2: could be wrong, but. I mean, that's definitely something she's thinking about now
1: for sure, but I don't I know mean, if it was like. I think there's a couple ways to interpret that. Yes, she could be worrying about Archie blaming her for the uh, for the Black yeah. Hood and, and the attempt. Um, his yeah, dad's uh, life. Yeah. Lou Perry. Uh, But I thought another take on it could be that she's scared of Archie, like, Arch scared for what he will do once he finds out that Betty's being threatened.
2: Yeah, So that he's, like, the leader of the Nazi clan.
1: Exactly. So I think, like, it could be an an indication that Betty's, like, pretty holding on tightly to her feelings, her, like, romantic feelings toward Archie. Or she's just being a good friend and trying to protect Archie from himself and his, like, insane quest.
0: Right. I don't know. I think it's the former, if anything. I think we're getting to the point where I don't think they're going to switch relationships right up, but I think we're going to get back to Betty being in love with Archie. And no. I No. Don't force that. Let's enjoy where it is right now. I don't write the show, so I'm not going to have a lot of control over it. But oh, right I do wall. think Junie B. Jones is giving that wedge on the Jughead side. And then Archie is going to give that wedge on the Betty side. And we're going to see the destruction of Bughead by the oh, mid season that... finale. No, yeah. no
1: way. No way. The ex- anyway, exterminate exterminators coming for Bughead. And, so uh, I don't think it's going to be pretty after that, uh, kind of Jughead
2: moment. We had, uh, Veronica who, uh, talked to Archie and I thought that was a great, Scene where she was like, hey, you're acting like a psycho. Just straight up called him out. And then. About
1: uh, Ver- Archie Veronica-, was- Veronica did not make any sense in this episode either. She's like, you're Dude, acting like a
2: just straight up. Everybody else is goose stepping around Archie. Even Luke Perry was like worried about the uh, video more than his son. And Veronica straight up to his face was like, you're being a psychopath.
1: Yes, she does that. Then she talks to her dad and is like, my dad seems to hold on a second. My dad's let me just explain it. And then you can yell and start a red start, your own red circle. You're jumping ahead. Veronica discovered from Archie that her
2: dad was pulling the strings. She didn't know that till Archie told her that she
1: went. She went to her father. Yeah. But uh, her dad wasn't pulling Archie's strings. He said he he said one thing and Archie went crazy. Yeah, but and then, like Veronica so,
2: explained, as you guys are very quick to point out all the time, Archie is dumb, and he's easily, if you, get, you know, pay him a little attention, you can point him in the right direction. And that's what the father did. He was like, oh, I see chaos. Because he wants Archie to make noise in one area so he can do
1: his shit on the other side when yeah, nobody's no. paying attention. But, so you're defending Archie by saying he's dumb. That's
2: what you guys were talking
0: about last time we talked
1: about the show.
0: Yeah, but we dog. weren't defending him by saying he's dumb. We were just saying he's dumb. Yeah,
1: well. Uh, but so, so let me finish. So Veronica is like, Archie, you're being crazy. Talks to her dad and is, and is like, mate, my dad might have said two words to Archie. Now I'm fully on Archie's side. I'm designing red circle shirts. Yeah, so everything.
0: She
2: went be- ham hey, on. She was also like, very like once she found out, like oh, we're going all in on Archie's insane plan, that like turned her on, and she started making out with him. I was like, what? This Veronica is crazy in a in a, an amazing way. I think she is like she's playing games with not only her father, but like I don't know,
1: it's crazy. She's it's, like let's expand the red circle. Like that's yeah, she yeah, started so out. out so out of character. So
2: out of character. She's like, "Hey, Nazi swag, anybody? Nazi swag, here Nazi you go.
0: swag? What are you talking about?
2: I was just saying the red, uh, it was just a little weird, you know. The, did the did you guys
1: ever little... Did you guys ever see a movie called The Wave when you were in like high school? No. no. It was this like uh very ham-fisted like uh film that they showed in school about like thinking for yourself where uh, a bunch of kids or a teacher convinces the kids to start this group called the wave and pretty soon they basically Wait, you're be- talking about dead poet society no it's very very different it's it's like
2: a teacher convincing the students that they're like a part of something and they get like magically swept up in something and they learn something in the process and then
1: uh, Dead Poets Society is a great movie, and Pete, you sound like you're a, a, on the side of the stodgy dean, uh, which you should be.
2: No, I think it's a great movie. I'm sorry. Sorry to interrupt. We're Hold on. I we
0: were... uh, can, can I just ask, are we talking about Dangerous Minds? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I thought this is the part where we would keep derailing uh, into crazy movie stuff that you're going to tell us about from the 80s. Alex, did you enter the Dylan Dylan contest?
0: Uh, yes, a couple of times. Uh, can I, uh, while we're talking about uh, stodgy old deans and the red shirts and everything, I just want to point out one of my favorite things of the episode was Weatherby getting so mad at Archie for drawing red circles all over town and saying, I'm sorry, you're suspended. One week after Weatherby was like, you know what? I think this red circle club is a good yeah. idea.
2: Well, That's yeah, he lost it. That whole thing where it was like he got called to the principal's office. It was fun. We all got to get experience the, ooh, Archie's going to the principal's office. And then, yeah, Weatherby like, laid the smack down. Well, but it, it didn't yeah, but make
1: any did, sense. I 100% agree. It didn't make sense. He, he stuck then, his neck out for them,
2: and then they made him look really bad. So, yeah, he's going to be upset about
0: it. Uh, here's what I'd say, is if Weatherby was like surprised that this vigilante group that he <laughs> made part of the school turned out to in fact be a vigilante group. That's that's on him. That no, on he weather. in the
2: beginning just thought it was a bunch of students getting together, bonding. He had high hopes for what it was going to be.
0: Mm. I guess it ended up with uh, Dilton Doily's stabbed to the leg. But
1: okay, so, same so thing happened
0: what, to what, my chess <laughs> club in high school, so it's no big deal. Yeah,
1: that's I... My, I, I, well, I, I you story. you guys were badasses back then.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> crazy. Night, night to pawns three. Stab, stab, stab. I always said
1: oh, yeah, man. that was a fun catchphrase from your murder. Yes, it sure was. Uh, so then, uh, yes. Yeah, so then. No, hold on. Hold on a second. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, Weatherby God. is totally inconsistent. Archie's vandalizing Dude. property with his circle shit. He brings. Uh, he pulls out a gun. Guy, yeah, we didn't uh, get that to that part yet, but all right. That's where we just were, that's what Alex was just talking about. Sweet Pea pulls a knife. uh, Archie pulls a gun. Dude, Uh,
2: straight up gets in his face with the gun. Wasn't like, I don't know how to use this. Uh," He was straight up like throwing it in the guy's face like, I will end you. Like, it was not, that was a no joke gun situation there.
0: That was crazy. Let me ask you guys a question. Do you think. Just, I mean, based on Chekhov's rules, I feel like we have to. But do you think that by the end of the season or any, even a couple of episodes from now, Archie will actually shoot somebody? Oh, man.
1: Well, I mean, uh, nope, it, it, it's jumping ahead, but they did throw the gun into, uh, yeah, into the water. Sure. Yeah. Uh, the
0: Sweetwater River has a tendency to let dark things come up from to the surface. And people find them, like, guns and bodies and
1: things. I do agree with you. Um, That gun is going to show up. uh, uh, Someone's going to get killed with it, and Archie's fingerprints are definitely on it.
2: Yeah, but wasn't someone also talking about being by the river at that time, like, in the episode? I'm pretty sure someone saw them,
0: like, throw that into the waters. Oh, and you think they were, like, in the water and caught the gun?
2: No, I just think they witnessed them ditching the gun.
1: Yeah like a mer- like a mermaid or merman. Mm. Mm. <laughs>
0: no, I'm just saying someone standing
2: by the river, you assholes, and looks up and sees them, you know, on the,
0: you know, bridge all trying to oh, okay. be like a mermaid that got <laughs> cursed to have legs and she lost her voice because of that. Yeah.
1: Like- yeah, and then one guy was like under
0: the sea. Oh, I just threw is... his gun down where it spun <laughs> it's a under river. The sea. It's a river, it's not a sea. Yeah, no, 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 that's uh, that <laughs> movie, uh, what is it, Stand and Deliver? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Stand and
1: Deliver, throw the gun in the river, let's go for a swim.
2: Oh, man. Plastically <laughs> trained
0: actor. All right, anyways, so, yeah. Can we talk about the Black Hood's letter? To Betty, I mean, we touched on yes, this a little bit yeah. earlier. So
2: first off, it's pissing me off that Betty is usually so smart, doesn't put together every time you see like a shady package with like the big crayon d- creepy drawing on it. Betty, that's the fucking killer already. Yeah. That's a second package she's handled that has been like made obviously by a murderer. And she's like, "Ooh,
0: this is what normal mail looks like. Well, she gets this package, as we mentioned, It has this Zodiac cipher in it that it takes her a while to figure out. Eventually, teaming up with Jughead, she realizes that it was uh, from a Nancy Drew book that she read as a kid, and she finds out just in time to go warn the mayor and the rest of the town that the Black Hood is coming to their meeting uh, in time to save everybody. And the way that she saves everybody at the meeting, this is jumping through this whole storyline, um, yeah. but we've been getting sidetracked ever so frequently this episode, uh, <laughs> that uh, Betty manages to clear the hall by uh, flipping the fire switch. And she does it so sneakily by standing in plain view of literally everybody who can see her, and everybody's <laughs> like, "Oh no, it's it's the fire alarm. We have to go. It's the fire alarm." Nobody pulled the fire alarm goodbye, and they
1: leave, and she Yo, saves everybody. That bothered me so much because I was like, "Wait, you, you do don't you think- leave. You don't leave for, when a, a fire alarm is pulled if you see the person pull it. Yes, right. you do. You, you know it's,
2: it's not fire a fire alarm." Goes, also, everybody's looking the other way. No one's looking directly at Betty. Even if you turn around, and see someone standing there.
0: You know, yeah, here's you, the thing. If I if the, I ran into Pete, if you actually let's throw it this way, if you were sitting there, Pete, and Betty and Jughead ran in, and was like the Black Hood's coming here. They're going to kill everybody. And then the mayor was like, no, nobody's leaving. And then that person walked five feet over to the wall. Would you be like, well, done looking at them now? Uh, I'm probably really. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd pro- At least a couple of people would be looking at them. Uh, yeah, you know, maybe a
2: couple would see her. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah I, I don't know. It bothered me. I, it was a very weird staging for that scene, I think. Okay, yes. I'm just... You're focusing on the wrong thing, so there's a lot of other things to talk about. What would you fun. like to focus on then,
2: Pete? Well, uh, I'm just... First off, when she first got the letter and, like, started to freak out, I was really worried it was going to go dark Betty and she was going to get really crazy. But I'm happy she finally got, like, smart about stuff. And I thought her not revealing all the information was also smart uh, and then kind of leaking it as she had to. Uh, But, yeah, I definitely think, like, the finding out in nick of time was, like, a little, like, come on. Uh, But – that librarian seems super creepy and knows all the books that she checks out. So I think the librarian's in on it. I'm calling it
1: now. No, oh, that's weird. Yeah. Uh, you're saying that that woman, older woman in yeah, her gave like 60s monologue about like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the older woman in the, her 60s is the man under the mask with the <laughs> no, green eyes.
2: Not with the green eyes, but she's in on it.
1: Like, she's in on it. how? There's no other person. Maybe she
0: knows a goony guy with crazy green eyes. Ooh, do you know what I think it is? Here's what I think. I think the library is in trouble. And so she is working with the man with the green eyes to create a serial killer in town. So people are going to take more serial killer books out of the library immediately, yep. as we all know, pumping money into the library that way and yeah, saving the library. Solved it. You solved
1: it right there. No, because those people will get killed and then the library fees will go up. Because oh, the books smart. aren't returned, mm-hmm. and then eventually someone will return them after the funeral. <laughs> That's the long con. Really playing the long con there. That's what being a librarian is all about. Yep. It's yeah, it's all about the right. long con. Well, well, so let's talk about the the mystery there. Though is that the the uh, black hood is uh, the cipher is built around a book that Betty checked out of the library when she was a kid, or she was a book she was obsessed with when she was a kid. Right. Yeah. So how would anyone, like, know that? The so librarian would know it, A.
2: And uh, <laughs> B, uh, yeah, some other nerdy kid who was, like, obsessed with her as a child who watched her all the time in the library. Uh,
1: uh, yeah, so something to think about.
0: It is. I think we'll probably talk about some ideas in a second when we get yes. back to that. Um, one other thing that I wanted to talk about, so... Well, we should talk about the big fight, right? I mean, we touched on this earlier, but well, there's kind of two fights. There was also like a little cat fight there with uh, Tony and
2: Veronica, which was kind of nice. What? <laughs> well, yeah, you know when uh, uh, Betty and I'm sorry, Betty and Tony were in oh, the yeah. same room, and they were like, "Hey, third wheels, get the fuck out of here." That was pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I Had think fun. I think that was just, to me, that was just establishing more of, like, they don't like each other, and Jughead is going to have to make a choice between being Judy B. Jopaz and uh, Bughead, and I think he's going to go Judy B. Jopaz. No way. <laughs> uh,
1: Alex, it's Geronimo M. Junapazi.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I. Yes. I've been hashtagging what, the wrong thing this entire episode. It's what
1: makes the hashtag is Pete the Poodle as always. Oh, yeah. fuck you. Dutch so, ship.
0: let's let's talk about the other fight though. Let's talk yes. about the Archie versus the Southside Serpent's fight because Northside versus Southside. Northside versus Southside because this is also a ridiculous fight mainly because I thought he was fighting Jughead most of the time. Oh. but, like they come to their house where they're having a nice <laughs> pizza party. Uh, they ruin a pizza party, which is the worst thing the South Side Serpents have ever done. <laughs> and then they go to a rainy field to fight in, which seemed like a lot of effort when they could have just fought outside the house or something like that.
1: Yeah, it did seem weird they went to a neutral location, but I guess they didn't want to dirty the carpets. It's, sure. It's smart.
2: You know, it's just, you know, they're being smart about it.
1: Uh, the um, fight's crazy. Dilton Doyle gets stabbed in the leg. In the car on the way back, they're like, yeah, uh, here's my story. It was the Southsiders just minding my, my own business, and they stabbed me.
2: Well, what sucked was they kept cutting away from the fight. Like, give us the whole fight. Don't cut away from action. That was kind of driving me a little I don't crazy. Know,
0: I liked how those scenes were done. I like the cross-cutting. Yeah. Of it. I get what you're saying, Pete. But at the same time, that was a visually exciting sequence, at least. And yeah, it was cool. Uh, And I think to your point, Justin, what that's really setting up is Dilton is going to report he got stabbed by Southsiders. That's only going to inflame tensions between the North and South side of town. Mm -hmm. And we've already talked about, they drop that random reference to the riots that happened years ago. Pop mentioned that a couple of episodes back. I think we're going to see riots part two, or at least something like that, where the North side and the South side are going to have a big old rumble down in old town square. i I am happy
2: with how the fight turned out because I feel like, yeah, I mean the serpents are a real gang, they should be able to take a football team uh you know, and i and also like uh, you know Veronica saved the day I mean that was pretty huge, mm-hmm. you know Archie had to get saved by his girlfriend there that had to be that was a little
0: had to be tough for him, you know, yeah. Uh, can we talk about how immediately afterwards, after Archie has gotten the shit beat out of him, they head back to his place and Veronica clearly has some sort of like, she gets turned on by Archie via having blood bruises all over his body Yeah, because we had, again, a couple of episodes back. His arm got messed up. He went in and take a, took a blood shower, and immediately she was like, I'm going to get in that blood shower. And yeah. this time he got beat up, and she was like, Nice, I'm going to get Maybe she's up. a vampire. Do you think? I don't hey, know.
1: it would make sense in this crazy nonsense show <laughs> uh, if he she's just like, I'm Do a you vampire. You haven't pointed
2: out one thing that's nonsense. I mean, it's been all
1: very, very clearly nonsense. Sense. Pointed out plenty of nonsense. Veronica behaves gotcha. insane. Weatherby doesn't match anything he's doing. Uh, Jughead is like, it's kidding, dude. Okay, cool. Uh, but, uh, well, one other thing before we go to our, our final bit, I think it's crazy was, they're they're really pushing this show uh, on these crazy like socioeconomic lines. And to the point you were just making, Alex, about the riots, I feel like we're gonna like this rich versus poor accusations and uh we hear from tony topaz it's like oh yeah all the drugs that are sold that are bought by you people on the north side like there's some real issues here that they're like putting into this show on top of all of this insane nonsense
2: yeah yeah i was also surprised she wasn't i mean they also do them in your school as well there tony topaz but uh i i so I didn't like the cutting back and forth, but the power of the Luke Perry, like, you're not going to out-town hall me. I thought that was a fun, like, Luke Perry stepping up and finally voicing, uh, you
0: know, being the voice of the people that we know Luke Perry is. Yeah, I, I we'll have to see how it goes. I feel like my least favorite part of Riverdale pretty much consistently over these two seasons has been the whole it's a dark town now, isn't it dark, 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 and just talking about it all the time versus just letting things be, let things be crazy. Let Cheryl burn down her house uh, with her mom in it because her dad just hung himself because he killed her son. You know, just that's insane enough without us wallowing in the idea of like, there's this darkness creeping into Riverdale where it starts to feel very forced. So I'd like to see this stuff just happen versus everybody getting together in town meetings and talking about how the town is changing, and then ultimately, I think it'll be a better show for it. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah, I agree. I mean, this is the this is the town that dreaded sundown, though,
0: mm, Alex. Mm, that's true. Which, to get back to your vampire theory, there you go. Town that dreaded sundown. Now, Justin, I'm
2: sure you were mad at the last kind of part before the credits there. 'Cause that was a scream ripper off or something like that, aren't you gonna say something crazy? Wait, what? Where the uh, the hood called Betty on the phone.
1: No, that's still Zodiac. It's still the same as Zodiac. Dude, I mean, you know, it's like you
2: can't I don't know. Like not everything is you no know, like not every writer has seen every movie. I mean you can't everything. Sorry, know, do man. you
0: think do you think the people
1: who make Riverdale haven't seen Zodiac? I don't, I'm, that's, well, maybe, maybe they haven't. Well, that's pretty crazy. Then they made the exact same thing.
2: Yeah.
0: Huh.
1: What a funny coincidence. Well, somebody
2: made Zodiac,
0: so, like, you know, why wouldn't, you know? Oh, TV version of it. You think it's a reverse coincidence where they made Riverdale, and then back in time, they're like, hey, let's make Zodiac so we can later inspire Riverdale? Exactly. Oh, that's interesting. Speaking of inspiration for things, (laughs) one little... Uh, Easter egg I wanted to point out, I don't know if you guys noticed, but Archie uh, used this fight fake ID this episode to buy the gun, and his name was Wilbur Wilkin, which yeah. is a character, a very old character, from Archie Comics who never interacted with Archie. It was they would published Wilbur Comics at the same time as Archie Comics, uh, and they never actually crossed together, even though essentially they were the exact same character. Wow. So there you oh, go. That's funny. There's a little Easter egg for you.
2: So maybe that's what that is. This crazy Archie is just Wilbur. This is a separate dude.
0: Do you think he's twins? Is that what's going on? Yeah. Yeah, he's got an evil twin to happen. Oh, shit. Yeah, it happens. Well, can I? uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yes, twins happen. Now, we're going to end with our two sections. One, which is going to be uh, our guess who shot Fred Andrews, or I guess who the Black Hood is. Uh, and then we're going to talk about something else. But first, we got a couple of tweets this week that I wanted to read to you guys. If oh, you have nice. Time, if that's okay with you. There isn't enough. There's Please. a lot of time. Oh, we have all um, the time
1: in the world. Excellent. All
0: right. <laughs> so if you have questions or thoughts about Riverdale, you can hit us up at Comic Book Live, and we'll read them on the show. Adam Mann says, I think the Black Hood is the son of Alice Cooper and F.P. Jones. What do you guys think about that theory?
1: Oh, shit. (laughs) uh, You think he means Alice Cooper, the musician? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100% definitely. I'm sure there was an Alice
2: Cooper uh, crossover with Archie at some point.
1: I mean, that's an interesting theory, especially if we get into some of this, um, uh, like, sins of the past uh, being revisited on the present. I do think it's uh, it'll be pretty crazy if Betty, if there's another, like, surprise Cooper, like, child. They've uh-huh. done that, like, twice technically already with Polly being, like, the mystery from season one and then Polly's child being the second half of the mystery of that. And to have another, like, random kid would be crazy.
0: Hey, uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but uh, bad news for you. Another Cooper is going to be showing up by the end of the season. <laughs> What there it is right there there you go uh, but That's I do a strong think,
1: suspect then <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I will say I, I, I get what he's getting at here, but I think this whole show is about daddy issues you know as many shows are and I don't think we're gonna get a son of Alice Cooper and FP Jones I think if anything I think I think it's stronger on the side of like somebody's dad or somebody's father like we've been talking around all right uh, Jeff Whaley says. Oh well, that's uh, Jeff Wiley says hello. He says something unrelated to this show, but hey, Jeff. Uh, Josh Golden says my original theory was the black hood was secretly Sonic the Hedgehog, but since Archie lost those rights, I guess that's out. What do you guys think? Is the black hood Sonic the Hedgehog?
2: Ooh, no, that's. I mean, smart. maybe everybody is killing has a bunch of gold rings that we don't know about mm-hmm. wedding and rings, and that's why it's, and that's why the Sonic's going after him.
1: Yeah. No. And when you think about it, like tails, it's like head or tails, like flip the coin. Who, what is it going to be?
0: Yeah. And Dr. Wiley is yeah. a, a doctor yeah. in the town. Well, and Dr. Wiley has red hair and Archie is a redhead. So, I mean, that's oh, like, shit. yeah. Oh, man, that's crazy. All right. Let's move on to our guesses on who we think the Black Hood is. Pete, why don't you go first? So it's a librarian
2: has a minion, you know, and I don't know if that minion is like related to what's happening or whatever. But, uh, yeah, it's the librarians like making
0: the kind of puppet master on this. Okay, a librarian's minion is actually called a volunteer. But um, (laughs) Justin, what about you? What's your guess? Who's the black hood?
1: Uh, as I said from the beginning, strong guess is Mr. Cooper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he uh, for the, At the beginning of the town hall meeting, it wasn't apparent if he was there. Uh, we do see him in a shot um, while he's there um, when the lights go out. So that's not to say that he uh, couldn't have orchestrated that. I feel like uh, he would be the guy that would know what Betty was reading when she was a kid for sure. Plus, he's a minor character, so if they got rid of him.
2: It's not that big of a deal. Uh, yeah.
0: Uh, cool. I Did we mention this last week? I don't remember. Uh, Smithers? Did we talk about we, that?
1: Yeah. Uh, that he had vanished?
0: Yeah, that he vanished. But I think, I don't remember who I was talking to about this, that he might be the Black Hood what yeah that he disappeared he was fired off screen by uh hiram who clearly wants to create some sort of unrest in the town smithers works for hiram he isn't there he has the same kind of build as the black hood so it would make a certain sense for the black hood to be smithers and also it would be kind of hilarious if the butler did it
1: (laughs) that's funny yeah. I mean, it would make sense if uh, he's on the payroll, like, fomenting this chaos. Also, uh, Fred Andrews was uh, having a secret fling with Hermione last season, so it would make sense that Hiram would be pretty pissed at him. Yeah, but the Black Hood was jacked and younger
0: uh, than uh, Smithers, so... Yeah, but,
1: but, but that butler's in CrossFit, dude.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he sent her away to, like, train and get beef caked. Yeah, well... Swall, Swall, yes, thank <laughs> you. Uh, uh, Pete, I uh, I heard you maybe had a theory from my wife. My wife?
2: That's a weird oh yeah, idea. you're yeah. I was uh, hanging out with your wife, and she came up with Jesus, a really good What the
0: fuck, Pete? Yeah, you see, away from you're my You're not going
2: to pay attention to your wife. I am. You know what I mean? So like, oh you know. Oh, this just got step real. Game, step your game up, man. <laughs>
0: Wait, so the theory was pay attention to your wife or I'm going after her?
1: Yeah, exactly right. What do you think about that? Um, How very Fred Andrews of you, Pete. Yeah, i got
0: to be honest. Uh, You asked me what I think about that. I don't like it. (laughs)
1: Good. That's what I want to hear, damn it. Oh,
0: man. What was her actual theory? She wouldn't tell me. She said you needed to tell me on the podcast.
2: Oh man, I was hoping she told you because it was we had such a funny moment on the subway. I was like, that's a brilliant plan. I can't wait to tell Zell, but
0: now I've completely forgotten it.
1: Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a perfect interaction. <laughs> uh,
0: great. Let's move to our last section then uh, we're going to end the show as we always do, asking Betty or Veronica based on this episode. Betty or Veronica? Justin, why don't you go first?
1: Uh, honestly, neither one. Veronica was oh, a crazy person this episode. Totally out of character. Uh, Betty, uh, up to strange uh, strange you. things. I was all Fuck in you. on on Tony Topaz this episode.
2: That's not an option, Dick.
0: <laughs> uh, what about you, Pete?
1: Betty
2: all day, er day. Betty really stepped her game up this episode. She was handed a bunch of wild cards. Didn't freak out didn't turn into Dark Betty, like, handled business. Also, like, sh- realized that Jughead was getting close with this Tony and, like, stepped in and was like, hell no, get out of here. Uh, and that was fantastic.
1: But Tony uh, Topaz three. knows what's up. She speaks truth to power. No, Tony uh,
2: Topaz is being shady about it. Like, she's got feelings for Jughead, and she's like, she's playing him.
1: No, she, she put it right to Betty when they were confronting each other. Tony Topaz, shine on, you crazy Topaz.
0: No way, man. All right. Betty I'm, I'm going <laughs> uh, to go with fake Jughead. That's my answer. No, Uh, I'll go with, I'm going to go with Veronica. I just think Veronica overall was more active this episode. Betty was kind of frozen by fear and Veronica was doing shit. You know, she was in charge. She printed those shirts, which seemed like a weird idea, but it worked out just fine. Nobody had any sort of problem with it. She she,
1: she learns how to silk screen. You're like, yo, that girl makes sense.
0: Yep. She uh, she stopped the fight between the South Side Serpents and the pizza party. Yeah, exactly. With one simple gunfight. Uh, not a gunfight, excuse me. Gunshot. She threw the gun off of the bridge. She was taking care of business. Veronica yep. all day. Er day.
1: <laughs> I love it. I love it you say that. Uh, uh, I don't yeah. know. I think you should have stuck with your first answer of Hug Jed.
0: Hug Jed. <laughs> 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 hashtag Hug Jed. Guys... We do a live show in New York every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. at the Pit Loft. It's totally free. Come on by. We'll chat about Riverdale or literally anything you want. Also, the show is free to listen to, And if, but if you want to support it, patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we have noticed that a couple of people have been kind enough to wait the show and leave a comment you guys are awesome maybe we'll read some of them on the next show uh, but yeah, please go and do that as well it helps us because it you know bumps us a little, a little bit in the, in the iTunes which is pretty oh, nice give
1: us, give us that bump
0: yeah give the bump what else do you want to plug Pete?
2: Uh, friend us on Facebook so you get to know about all the amazing guests we have on our live show
0: us on Twitter at comicbooklive. Check us out at comicbookclublive.com and uh, tell us what your favorite 80s movie is because Stranger Things is awesome.
1: Yeah. Never bring a knife to a dumb fight. <laughs> <laughs>